Hello and welcome to the bonus podcast for episode 438 of Conversation Street and we're doing another character profile. I know we did one last week but we've got another one this week and it's a special one haven't we? But before that I'm Michael. I'm Gemma. Right who are we doing this week? Well this is a special character profile this week because we are doing eight people at once. Sounds sexy. Don't be disgusting. Um, yeah, we're doing. We, we are. As I, I, I put it on the the Patreon this week when I announced that we're doing this for our middle section, we are killing eight birds with one stone, and those eight birds are the lame ducks <laughs> that are the Morton family. We, we, we're getting rid of all of them. We, we're doing all of them at once because. But, but think about future proofing this show, Michael. What if we run out of content? I know. And we need to do them individually. I could like mugs, aren't we? I could totally be setting myself up for you know. Failure. But yeah, yeah, because of it, we we could have eight weeks worth of content here. I know of like you but, know five minute long bonus episodes. But I assume next week we're going to do a middle section about us eating the coronation chicken sandwiches. Oh yeah, we still got to do that, haven't we? So um, that's evergreen content. The Morton as well. family. You would be forgiven for going. Huh? <laughs> if you if we hear so that me. name, yeah, or even going. Oh yeah, I think that was the family that had Sinbad from Brookside in, but I don't remember very much more. Oh, because Sinbad. They, they didn't make a whole lot of an impression when they were in Coronation Street in the late 2000s. I think 2007, 2008 was their heyday, if you can call it that. And um, yeah, they have they have been wiped out completely and thoroughly and no trace of the Mortons exists anymore on Coronation Street, which is why we never really talk about them. Um, I also challenged our patrons when I put this up uh, earlier this week. Can you name all of them? And I will now offer up that challenge to Gemma, oh. who, let's remember, is okay. a Coronation Street podcaster who knows oh, all about the nation's premiere soap. And indeed, she watched every single episode no, with I the Mortons. Couldn't possibly. <laughs> couldn't possibly. Well, I'll tell you what, if I hadn't been doing my research on this over on, uh, what was I doing, it? Sunday morning, I don't think, well, I know, I know I would not have been able to name all eight myself because they're just so darn forgettable. But let's have some fun. Well, Gemma, I've got some. I've got it all up, but I've hidden it from you. So you don't have the original picture. You just want me to try to. I want you without to without even I, picturing their faces. Well, I've written the picture, and I've, I've we've got ourselves a picture with some names on later. Um, I know. What don't you have the original without the names on it? Well, I'll, I'll see what I can find. Can you start? You can you to... t- can you name? Okay. Well, any Mortons okay, so, for me? So originally, when you said one of them was was from Simba, um, from Brookside, I thought. His name in Brookside was Silas. So what? the fact that I don't even know what he played in a different show, arguably a more famous role, is worrying. You know, he was he was played Sinbad in Brookside. Okay, right. I, so, I don't know, apparently he so does a fun There's an old but, man yeah. and his name is is definitely Pop Pop. No. Okay. No. And and the the guy who played Sinbad is called Jerry. Yes, there is. There is a Jerry Morton. Well okay. done. That's one out of eight. So let's keep going. Right, and the, there is only six. The mop head child is called Daryl. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Well done, Daryl Morton. He is a child. Right, and then the mum is that a mum? That is not the mum. That is an older sister. The older sister. That is obviously Cindy Lou. Alas, no. The the youngest child, the girl child. Yes. <laughs> The youngest girl child is... Her name is Denise. No. And the brown-haired one, girl, mm-hmm. her name, she looks a bit feisty. Yeah, yeah. What's her feisty name? Mm, Monica. No, you did get the first letter right, though. So Melissa. No. Mandy. No, but you were close with Melissa, actually. That's Mel. Mel. What is it short for? Maybe it's short Melanie, for Melissa. Melanie, she's... M- Maleficent. So, you managed, out of this picture of six Mortons, you managed to get... Um, two? You managed to get two of them right. I couldn't actually find a picture with all eight of them on. This is how flash of the pan they were. They couldn't even be photographed together all, all at once. Um, we have got a couple more. I'll, oh, right, I'll hang the, on. The, the lady. Where's the lady? I haven't got um, a picture of the, the lady mom? here. There Francesca. Is, there is a mum. Here she is. She's oh, Teresa. Teresa. And then there's a little, a little boy as well. Um... 
Bert. No, it's Finley. So <laughs> Gemma got two out of eight, right, everybody? How did you do? If you didn't do very well, then you're in luck because you're going to be you're going to be experts on the oh, Waltons by the end of this. Oh, you'll never know the answers. I so can't. Pop, pop. I can't guarantee you will retain this information for any longer than you know six hours or so, and you will be forgiven. Hope we will be forgiven if we forget about it as well. Pop Pop I'll is called Wilf. He is. Well, let, let's go through because I've got the um, I've got the the the. the Stats, the vital statistics of all of these Mortons. So the <laughs> sounds so accusatory. The oldest one, the eldest one, and this is played by Rodney Litchfield, who um, who Rodney, died um, earlier this year. Rodney. He plays Wilf Morton. He was born on the twenty third of October, nineteen thirty five. Well, he's an October baby. Yes, he is. His first appearance on Corrie was the 29th of January two thousand and seven, and he last appeared on the fifth of oh. October two thousand and seven. So he didn't last year. long. He didn't even last a year on the program. Oh. He only made. 22 appearances oh. on Coronation Street, so not no. so good. Then we have um, the, then we have the main patriarch of the family, which is Jerry Morton, the one that you said. Well done, Simbad from yeah. Brookside, yeah. Silas, um, yeah. Played by Michael Stark, born on the 12th of November 1957. He first appeared on the 18th of March 2007, so a couple of months after Wilf. Um, and he finally um, bowed out of the street on the 29th of September 2008. So good year and a half, 167 episodes. Was he uh, Jerry managed. in the most amount of episodes? Of all um, of let's just have a look. No, he he was not, not he at all, no. To, um, he, he had the second most amount, Yeah. but he was not the last Morton to appear, was he? No, no. So he was in 167 episodes. Yeah, well we've got we've got Teresa, Teresa Bryant. So this is the this is the matriarch of the family, although by the time the Mortons moved to the street, she's um she's disappeared off. She's she's split up from Jerry. I can't wait she to was find played by Karen Henthorne. No birthday, just 1958. First appeared on the 28th of March 2007. Last appeared on the 14th of May 2010. 104 episodes Teresa managed. So just managed to get over the centenary there. Is that the right word? Something like that with a centenary. She was in Shameless. I think that's probably... And she was also in EastEnders. Don't spoil it. I've got this information later on. Right. I really, really recognise her, but she wasn't in that many things. She was in Corrie. Okay. Are we, she are must you, have made a big impression on me then because her face looks so familiar. I think that she does have quite a um, a and, distinctive face. And some of the other ones, I wouldn't say... No, I, I know what you mean. Made an impression. Are we, are we still got you, listeners? You haven't switched off yet. Well, Listen, th- Well done if you're keeping on going. This Come is on, really Mortons. fascinating stuff. Jodie Morton is Old the eldest sister. child, yeah. play, played by Samantha Seeger. Born 1978, first appeared on the 29th of January 2007, so same time as Wilf, I think. So those two were the first ones to appear. She last appeared on the 11th of November 2007, so again, didn't see the year out. 63 episodes, and she was out of here. Gone. She realised that she wasn't onto a good thing being on Coronation Street, clearly. Slung her up. Daryl Morton. Now, he's actually somebody that we have properly profiled like before in the podcast. He's, he's my, my favourite Morton. Morton. <laughs> exactly. He's played by Johnny Dixon, who we also talked about earlier this year when we um, were reviewing the Thick as Steve short films, which he played with Stephen Arnold. Yes. He was, and he was he ha- absolutely brilliant in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he Johnny really Dixon good. played Daryl Morton. I really he, miss, actually, I actually miss uh, him. I do sometimes get confused with Craig Harris. I have to say, Daryl Morton, Craig Harris, and also, Johnny Dixon, Richard Fleishman. It's possible to get them confused with the one who was the the um, window cleaner who went in with Tina. What Graham? Yeah, they're of the same ilk. I'll give you that. Yeah. Well, slightly Darryl... dopey teen boys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Daryl was born on the tenth of April, sort of nineteen eighty nine. Made his first appearance on the eighteenth of March, two thousand and seven. <laughs> Last appearance on the sixteenth of October, two thousand and nine. Oh, Look wins. at that! Get him two and a half years. He made two hundred and nineteen appearances on Coronation Street. So, you might actually remember him. But he still wasn't the last one to be on the show. That's still. Um... Oh, did Teresa, did Teresa last Teresa longer? lasted longer than everybody. Did she did, she, she did. It was in 2010 that she left. Blimey, she, she clung on, didn't she? I know, she wouldn't let Mel go. Mel Morton is Daryl's twin sister. I hope you're taking notes, everybody, because we're going to be referring to all these characters there will be throughout this episode. We've got a picture, we've got photographs with all their names next to them, mm-hmm. just in case we forget who we're talking about and we never have to do that. So Mel Morton was played by Emma Edmondson, Twin of Daryl, so also born on the 10th of April, 89. First appeared on the 18th of March, 2007. Last appeared on the 3rd of October, 2008. 
So again, good year and a half she managed to stay in the show. She made 115 episodes. Good on her. I don't know anything, any plots, these no. characters that were in. I don't, I was thinking, I was trying to think. What, what did they do? What plots were they in? I remember yeah. Daryl lived in a shed. Daryl lived in a shed, you're absolutely right. Poker jam with her. And apart from that... See, if this jogs your memory, because as 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 I was researching this the other day, I was like, I'm pretty sure I remember most of this, but it really is just like they've fallen into the black hole of Weatherfield. Uh, Everyone thinks that David Sinkhole was the first one, but you didn't realise that back in 2008, another one um, opened outside number six, Coronation Street. Nobody noticed, and the Mortons all just slipped into it. Kaylee Morton is younger Morton, girl... 1994, she was born. 18th of March, 2007, she made her first appearance. Final appearance, 29th of September, 2008. Year and a half, 72 episodes. And finally, we have Finley Bryant, who's youngest Morton. Well, he's not really a Morton, is he? Um, He's he's a hanger-oner. He's played by Ramon Quinn, born in 2000, 7th of October. He first appeared on the 6th of April, 2007, made his final appearance on the 29th of September, 2008, out of 52 stonkingly good episodes. Blimey, we're ten minutes into this already. We've only just got through the the, the episode counts of these fascinating characters. Don't be such a bitch. Sorry, the Mortons were trash. What a load of ready rubbish! I can't believe this. They tell you fell what, can foul I just of say? the curse of number six can in I a big way. Can I just say something? That actually, this this cast is is so much better than the characters they were given. There's some very talented actors here, some of whom have had a chance to show us since what they can actually achieve and others who haven't really seemed to have made much of an impact. But I don't think that they deserved to have to play the Mortons in Coronation Street. It it, it was clearly just an attempt to say, like, let's show a load of people in and somebody will like some of them and maybe some favourites will come out and, and maybe they did, but... I don't think they were widely hated. I just don't think they made an impression one or the other, which I think is actually maybe worse in the entertainment industry. Yeah. So they were announced in February 2007, although... Jodie and Wilf had already appeared by this point, Cheating. so it was like, bring them in early, get people accustomed to them, a bit like how Janice Battersby came in before the rest of the Battersby's, and then the and then the onslaught, the, the inundation of other Mortons came um, a couple of months later. So they were taken over number six after Charlie Stubb was bopped on the head by Tracy Barlow. So really... The worst thing Tracy Barlow did was make the Mortons appear on Coronation Street. It wasn't really murdering Charlie Stubbs because he had it coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so Jerry at the time, the dad, the patriarch, was described as a hard-working man who dotes on his family and has no qualms on dodging the tax man. He was best known... <laughs> he's a cheeky chadwick. <laughs> and uh, Scouse. So he's a bit of, a, he's a bit of an Eddie Yates what does he kind do? of Just, character. He I don't... I don't buy a TV license. What are you going to do about it? I'm a rebel. Yeah, absolutely. All right, okay. This is the this is like the Donald Coronation Trump. Street spokesperson telling us what we would think about Actually, the Actually, hard working, I take it back. It doesn't sound like Donald Trump at all. Cory Sauce says, it's not long before the Mortons make an impact. <laughs> They're a brash bunch and th- a lot of thought has gone into oh, making no. them a hit family with the viewers. Oh, we're so mean. I'm I hope sorry, none of these Mortons. are watching. Before opening their fast food shop, the family oh, had... Oh, they had a fast food they shop? Did, they did. The family had some mobile chip and burger Okay, vans. can I interrupt you? Right, so, so Jerry Morton's main personality quirk is that he doesn't like to pay taxes, which, you know, welcome to the world, nobody likes to pay taxes. So I assume that the way he avoided paying taxes was some kind of money laundering scheme with his chip vans. I don't think there was ever a story where he didn't pay his taxes. They were just trying to make him sound cool and interesting. It's not cool and interesting to not pay taxes. Right, so apparently, in, we live apparently in a society. the Mortons were supposed to have been involved in some kind of turf war with uh, with other operators, oh, with other you know, burger van people. Yeah. Everyone's always... <clears throat> Everyone is always excited when the new character comes into a show, but a right. whole family gives the writers opportunities and we're sure viewers will love the Mortons. Who wrote this? Corrie Sauce. Oh, I hate her. No name, Corrie Sauce. So they're basically saying, um, isn't it great when one new character comes in? What about when a whole flood of them comes in? There's all more to love. 
They're never going to say the truth, which is that people are generally lukewarm, if not openly hostile, when we try to introduce new characters, especially entire families at once. So we're hoping that you won't bitch and moan too much about it, and we're pretty glad that this was before the widespread advent of social media, so you people couldn't bitch and moan online all the time and people pay attention to it. Yeah, Cory has had real trouble introducing whole families at once in the they past. Do I it, mean, the they? McDonald's work really well. But are they the last ones? I mean, the, the, the Nadias have actually. I know there's not as many of them left now, but I would say that since since the curse of number six, which has included the boring Barnes, the um, the horrible Harrises, and I can't think of who else. There's, there's probably other ones that we've completely forgotten about. Um, yeah, that the Mortons did pretty terribly. I can't think. I don't. I, I don't know. It, it's too many... There's the, the, the Baileys, just look what's going on with them at the moment. I was thinking of the Baileys. And they've moved into number three, which is, like, you know, an important house. But then again... But at least there's only four of them, not eight. The, I think the Nazirs have been the best ones since the McDonald's. McDonald's. But the trouble is, you can't really introduce... The thing is, like, the Con- I think the Connors are the, the family who was stealthed onto the show. Yeah, you're yeah. right, because they're... there's a- no, there's no, like, bastion of Connors, are there? There's no, like, the Connor residents or anything. They just kind of all appeared. Yeah, you kind of switch on the TV one day and go, whoa, where'd all these come from? It's like, yeah, they're, like, running, like, wood lice from underneath a log everywhere all over the place at once. Um, but, but, but say, for example, Emma... They did a pretty good job of just saying Emma's just part of the McDonald family, so she's that's why she's allowed to be on the show. Mm. And and I don't know the tink. Did the tink? Do you think the tinkers count? It's difficult when it's you really don't. Hard. I think I think the trouble is bringing a family in and giving them a home base mm. on the show and saying here we go. This is this is all the family. They're all kind of kind of going to be introduced in a very short period of time. By which I mean a year, which is not normally a short period of time, but this is a show that's been running for sixty years, so yeah. yes, it is. Um, it just doesn't doesn't work that well. I wonder how well other soaps get on with it. Surely, I don't it, know. It should work. I mean, even think about the prices. I mean, they came into the oh, show, yeah. and they their home base was the Rovers, and now there aren't any left. No, even then there was only three, wasn't there? There was yeah. Carl, Stella, and, and Eva, and then, and then Gloria came in afterwards. I think the best thing to do is to marry in to an existing family. Marry in or, or have children and have those kids grow up and, and then be interesting. Anyway, right. So Assimilate Gemma, Gemma remembers that Daryl had a shed. Yeah. And that's about the extent of her Morton memory. I literally, memory. I'm looking at all of them and I can't, I don't even know where Finley's come from. I don't know who he is related to in the family. Whose child is he? Is he Well, Teresa's? there was a clue earlier because I said he was Teresa uh, Bryant and Finley Bryant. So, so Teresa is the mum. Teresa is the mum. Jodie's not the mum. Jodie is mum to none of them. Jodie is older sister. I tell you what, Jerry could have, you know. I don't, I don't Jerry think that Teresa's well all of their mums. I think she's I, just Kaylee and Finley's mum. I don't remember Kaylee. what happened. Kaylee, the one oh, from the Jesus end of the effing world. Okay, yes, but yeah, we have to mention this. Since since this show has been on, I was looking at these the characters and I was thinking to myself, I really recognise Kaylee. Re- she must have done something good on the show. No, it's because she was in the end of the effing world, which is a really good TV show, and she was actually she's amazing. She's like a main character She in that, was one she? of the two lead characters, and it's a very good, interesting series. Yeah. And she is fantastic in that, so I can only assume that her talents were squandered mm. on Coronation Street. And it's right. not there that I recognise her. Let's find out what happened to the Mortons. Listeners, if you want to pause this now and go and find yourself a picture of the Morton family and write all their names next to them all because I'm going to try to I'm going to try to just say who they are in context as well because I am very I find it very difficult to remember names but okay. I remember re- relationships better right let me tell you January 2007 this is when Jodie older sister and yes. Wilf granddad yes. show up on the street to find out why the refit of the Compton's bakery is taking so long because um, they're going to take over. They, they're going to take over this this place. And this is Diggory Compton's bakery. Diggory Compton being the family of the father, sorry, of Molly. He is buggered this off. This is where the kebab shop is. This now. is where the kebab. This is where prima donna is now. Right. Turns out that the reason why the refit of the shop is taking so long is because Charlie Stubbs, who was doing it, has been hit over the head by a statue and is now dead. 
That's always going to slow you down. It, it does a bit, it does a bit. So, a couple of months later, the whole clan swarm onto the street. Minus Teresa and Finley, they don't come straight right, so away. Teresa's the mum, Teresa and Finley is the, is the youngest child. Yes, although... She, Who it's worth mentioning at this Finley point... Finley is Teresa's son, but not Jerry's son. He is mixed race. Just yes. so that we say this. Everyone else in the show... I don't know who show, the dad is. All the, all the other Mortons are white. Finley is mixed race. Indeed. So, okay. they're all on the street now. They open Jerry's Takeaway. No, no, that's the name of it. Not just, it's Jerry's Takeaway. What he calls it, it Jerry's Takeaway. I think it's Kebabs. That's a stupid name. Well, when Dev took it over, he couldn't call it Jerry's Takeaway anymore, although... Tracy's still going strong with Preston's petals, isn't she? And the Jim's people... cafe lasted, uh, outlasted Jim for many a year. Listen, in oh, this and country... Oh, DNS Allahan's shop, remember? They haven't changed that yet, have they? In Just this country, to... when you're doing a takeaway restaurant or whatever, you have to remember the rules. If you have a fish and chip shop, you can have a pun in there. It's almost expected. Like the happy fryer. If you're doing a kebab shop, you have to have some mention in the title about grilling or kebabs or meats or donners or something. Mm. Yeah. If you're doing a Chinese takeaway, you can be a bit more bit more imaginative and you, you have to have something like jade or palace or garden or happy or something like that. Yeah. Otherwise, we won't have a clue what you're selling. Yeah. So Jerry's takeaway. And if you're here, selling pizza, like, just be doing. name pizza. <laughs> so. And that's the naming convention. A load of them end up working at Jerry's takeaway. Um, Jody, you said that she wasn't the mum earlier, which you're right, but she is kind of the the matriarch of the family because there's no actual mum on the scene. So, so she can presume that she is sort of. The, the mother's role has fallen upon her shoulders. Yes, she she has to... She's she's also running the business. I don't know what Jerry's doing, really. Jerry's just sitting jo- there, Jody's moaning about Jody's looking after the younger sisters and looking after the business. Like Daryl's living in his shed. I thought he was a hard worker, Jerry. <sighs> and, Lazy uh, asshole. And, and Daryl makes friends with David next door. Interesting oh, yeah. fact, everybody, I think. Um, oh. Johnny Dixon, who played Daryl, was best friends with Jack P. Shepherd growing up. They even went to oh, nursery together, so and they knew each other all the way up to this. And well, he phoned, and he phoned up Jack um, when he was like down to the final two on his audition. He's like, "Oh, I'm never going to get a job." Oh, that's so sweet. So that was quite cute. And that what they, now? They were friends together. I wonder if Jack is still in touch. So, Kaylee. So. Kaylee does quite a lot in this first one. Kaylee, the youngest, youngest sibling. Daughter. Not the young, yes, the youngest daughter. She's bunking off school um, come springtime and she causes problems at home by demanding that Jerry let her go and live back with her mum, her mum Teresa. Jerry, he, the dad. Yes. He <laughs> says, Right, you go back to your mum for a bit. Then. There's too many kids here anyway. And all and, and when she's at Teresa's house, Teresa, who is a complete deadbeat mum, yep. makes her look after Finley, the slightly younger brother. <laughs> the two kids then move back to Jerry because Therese is being awful. Right, so Kaylee and Finley, the two youngest children, go back to they, live with the rest of the They Nordans. are now all there apart from Teresa. Teresa so Teresa missing. then shows up in, what, April, May time, I can't remember. It turns out that she wants the TV back because when Jerry moved out, he took the TV with him. How could you leave it this long? I know. Um, she's not fussed about whether he keeps the kids or not, so he does. I mean, I can sympathise with that. Um off, off uh, a bit of another factoid for spring 2007. There was supposed to be a scene in April, apparently, where Daryl sm- smokes marijuana with Vernon. But uh, <laughs> after viewers complained about the idea before it was even broadcast, they quietly dropped it. Because, again, they're just trying to make this new family cool we and relatable. We literally can't have the two most obvious potheads on the street smoke marijuana on the, on no. the TV. I think if the- there were two characters who were more written... To be stoners, it's Daryl and, and Vernon. Vernon Tomlin. Yeah, I think there was a scene later on in the year at a party somewhere where Vernon is clearly high on something. So I think it's <laughs> happened off screen. But yeah, they don't actually show it. He probably just huffs too edgy for two thousand and seven. Huffs um, whipping cream. What is it? Not whipping cream. You know the Therasols. Uh, I don't know. Squirty cream. What's it called in French? Chantilly. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, June, here's some character development for okay, you. Go on. Mel, Mel, twin sister of Daryl, middle child of uh, middle girl child, decides <laughs> that she wants to become a police officer. Now Wilf, granddad Wilf, isn't happy with this because he thinks that she's 
um, turning her back on the family in their scallyish ways. But she doesn't care. Um, so she's going to go for it. So he, he says, right, fine. I, I, I'll accept you being a police officer. I don't think that my past criminal record is going to do you very good. I so honestly, I'm going to fake my own death. I don't Sorry, think the good that the Coronation Street... I don't think that police officers discount anybody who's got a relative who's a scallywag. Well, Otherwise, nobody would be a police Will officer. Will thought that his scallywaggery would count against Mel. So he fakes his own death, writes an obituary for himself, sends it to the Gazette, you're just for larks. And... Um, and then everyone's like, what on earth did you do that for? And that's the end of that story. And that's probably about the most exciting thing that Wilf did. I always I always feel a bit of a pang of sadness that I am not going to get to see what people say about me when I die. So I might fake my own death. Go for it. Okay. So as the year goes on, Jodie, older sister, being the mum, but she's not actually the mum. Yeah. She's having a fight with Scylla because Scylla was working at the chip shop. Oh, Wong's no. Chippy. You know, that other place <laughs> that Chesney works at, manages, who knows now. And, um, What's it called for your fries only? For your fries only, it's called now, yeah. yeah. So Scylla at one point calls the exterminator on the kebab shop and says they're full of rats. Jodie, I don't know whether it was in retaliation or whether Scylla doing that was in retaliation with this, steals Schmeichel and the dog and locks him up in the shed. Also, also Jodie has... didn't care, obviously. Also, Jodie has a brief romance with Lloyd during that time, which is also weird because Teresa ends up with Lloyd. Oh, gross. September... Daryl, oh, think you might remember this. You will remember this. Daryl asks David oh. to look after some ecstasy pills for his mate, Stig. So you, can, you can't <clears throat> smoke marijuana on Coronation Street, but you can hide pills. Yes. Says, David, look after these pills for me, please. They're my mates. To cut a long story short, they end up inside one of Bethany's dolls, Bethany being seven at the time. And then, <laughs> I was going to say Bethany being seven, Louise's child. Yes. We know, no, everybody yeah. knows that one. Bethany ends up in hospital because of this. What drama. You remember that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I, well, that maybe I remember the memory of it rather than it actually happening. Yeah, I think that's the best we can hope for. <laughs> Jerry starts dating Eileen around this time. Jerry? Poor. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Jerry. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Um, Kaylee and her friends Sophie and Chesney get drunk. They have a little friendship Aww, that goes nowhere. Kaylee. Yeah, Kaylee's a right rebel. She does seem to be. By, yeah. by October, Wilbs petered out of the programme, never to be seen of, spoken about, he heard from again. In the show. Probably is, probably we is. We'd never know, though, would we? Nobody, no, there's no trace of them. All to, the Mortons could be nobody dead. Nobody to mourn they? the Mortons. I don't even know why they left. They could have all died in a fire. In November, Jodie, this is when I said she's, she's the second Morton to, to bog off. She's the oldest. She's like, daughter. this isn't working, everybody. I'm off to London. I think I'm I'm feeling a bit taken for granted yeah. here. You're making me run your business, good. Dad. You're making Me-y. me look after your kids. I'm better than this. Yeah, good I'm for off. You. Also off by November was Eileen, who dumped Jerry because she feels like she's become a surrogate mum to the clan. And she's like, I've already got my twin... No, they're not twins, are they? I've already got Todd and Jason. They're who are causing enough problem for me. They are. Yes. Uh, I'm not having this swarm under my wing either. So, sorry, Jerry. You're on your own. I'm not having this... Gang of parasites. So ends 2007. And we've only got one year left for the majority of the Mortons. Do you want me to do this? Or do you want to read it? Um, it's going to make more sense if I read it, isn't it? Okay. Daryl dates Lauren Wilson for a bit in Who's 2008. That? Well, Wilson, Vicky... Uh, what was her name? Violet, Violet Wilson. Violet's sister. Violet's sister. Well, yeah, we, haven't, we don't talk about Violet much on the podcast either, do Violet we? Violet is the no, mother barmaid. of Sean's. Sean's child. Yes, well people. done. Um, he ends Who's up, called Frank. I don't remember Lauren Wilson <laughs> at all. No, I can't even think what she looked Frank. like. Anyway, she he realises that she's only interested in his money because Can he, I just he's ask you what kind of money stuff. a man who lives in a shed in his parents' house, his garden, <laughs> what kind of money he really earns? Um, you know, how, that, is that kebab money? How narrow are, are Lauren Wilson's hopes and dreams for a future <laughs> that she latches onto a boy that lives in a shed as her <laughs> my meal ticket out of Weatherfield? He was involved in drugs somehow as well, wasn't he? I don't know whether he was profiting from that. I don't think taking drugs is a particularly profitable enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> May, Kaylee's boyfriend, Kenzie. Kaylee's the youngest one. Kay, yes, Kay, Kaylee's little. She's got a naughty little. boyfriend. She does have a naughty boyfriend, Kenzie, <laughs> which is like... Sorry if there's any Kenzies listening, but... It's a bit of you a know, scallywag you know. name, isn't it? It's a bit of a cheap This is alliterative. Name. Kaylee's boyfriend, Kenzie, robs the cabin with his gang of hoodies. <laughs> oh, no, the great hoodie gang. This is just... I don't know whether it was trying to be Stenders or, or Hollyoaks or... or I think the hoodies or are a universal but... enemy of the people, Michael. Anyway, no matter she what dumps you're in. Kenzie 
and ends up dating Chesney as poor, well to try and make girl. try and get a bit more interest in the family. Yeah, another, how did that work out? Can I just say another really hot girlfriend for Chesney who does not deserve any of them? I know. Jerry has a heart attack oh, in no. May as well. Tragic. It's obviously too much work, too much tax man dodging, <laughs> too much kebabs. You know it's, it's, uh, at a certain point, you have to think, what am I? What money am I saving? What's the hourly rate here of all this tax dodging? Am I actually just employing myself for a part-time job to dodge I, I tax don't know, man? I don't know. Could I just pay him what I owe him and just relax and watch Netflix? <laughs> if he'd have actually been running away from the tax man, he probably would have been absolutely fine. He'd have been in better shape and he wouldn't have had a heart attack. That's, a, that's mean. Um, so, yeah, he, he, he keels over. So, Kaylee calls Teresa to come and look after him. The mum. The mum. Her mum, not everyone's mum. The other mum. She's the mum of who, then? She's the mum of Finley and Kaylee, I think. I don't think she's everyone else's mum. Oh. I'm pretty sure she's not. No, she's not. I don't know who their mum is. <laughs> I've got no idea. <laughs> anyway, Teresa moves into That's number six with bad. the rest of the Mortons. I can't believe it. And that rubs Mel up the wrong way because she Mel. doesn't want this woman. Mel, Mel? Daryl's oh, yeah. twin sister. <laughs> I don't think Teresa's her mum, but maybe she is. I don't know. I don't. Do you want to have a look at that on the iPad for me? Find Mel Morton we on Corypedia. Um, right, June. Teresa cons Lloyd into thinking that Finley is his son. You know, little Finley. Hang on a minute. What? Teresa, Teresa. says to Lloyd. Oh, Lloyd, Lloyd. Craig Charles Mullaney. Okay. Finley, my little boy here, is your son. Give us money, please. Why would he think that? He, she says, I oh, met okay. you in a club. Ten years ago, or however long, however old this boy is, I don't really know. <laughs> He's yours. So that was an exciting First story for a few episodes. Was, how old do you think my? How old do you think Finley is? And it, Lloyd was like ten, and he, she's like, "What were you doing ten years ago?" And Lloyd's like, "I don't remember." And she says, "Perfect." Yeah, it, it was basically like that. So he thought that he was his son for a bit, but he wasn't, and that's about as far as we got. That's about the end of that story. Um, oh, August. Teresa. Teresa, you horrible cow. She was. She was nasty piece of work. Was Teresa? I thought I like. I thought I remember liking no, her. She was, Maybe it's just because I like. She mean, was. She was mean women because I am one. She was in the Beth, Scylla, Jas- Janice vein, except yeah. for the fact that nobody mm. really remembers her or nobody likes her. No. There's nothing I, re- I really, I, they all rubbed me up the wrong way. And as they were starting to drip out, I was quite pleased about it. But yeah, I remember now, Teresa really clung on. And I was like, no, she's not going to stay for Go good. Away. Go away. I want you all out of my, my beloved Coronation Street, Mortons, including you, Teresa. I know you're not actually a Morton. Oh. Right. Teresa starts tampering with Jerry's heart medicine in August, making him even more ill so that he's forced to rely on her. Because she likes she like likes a really getting a free roof over her way head. of making work for yourself. So she's kind of poisoning him a bit. Well, she is. She is the. Oh, the you on Mel Morton's Corypedia page? Do we have Teresa. a mum? I wish. I mean, <laughs> she's the daughter <laughs> of Teresa. Well, listen, Teresa Bryant's children are Jodie Morton. Oh, all of them then. Daryl Morton, Mel Morton, Kaylee Morton, and Finley Bryant. Oh, I was wrong then. You were wrong. Teresa is wrong. the mum of all of them. Yeah. Well, I suppose that makes it slightly Apart from less Jerry confusing. And Will. <laughs> oh gosh, I tried really hard with this. And I still no, don't know what I'm okay. talking. No. This is a complicated. We've, it really. The only question we had was who was the mum, and now we Teresa know the answer. Is the mum. Teresa's the mum. Teresa of is the mum of everybody. And if you don't Fine. know who your mum is, you might want to work out whether it is in fact Teresa Teresa Bryant. Now, you, you want issues, Gemma? Yeah. Here's an Go issue. On, September. Morton issue storyline. Oh. <gasps> so you know how it's rough out on the streets there. Yeah. You know how there's like. Gun crime, knife crime, yeah. drug crime, Drugs, beating yeah. people up crime. Coronation Street Robbery, in September Coronation. wanting to reflect the harsh realities of the late night Manchester streets. So, um, Ma- Greater Manchester. Greater Manchester streets. So, Mel, remember she's the one that wanted to be a police officer. By this time, she's finished her training. Oh, wow. So, she goes out on the town with her mate, as Abby. A, not as a police officer. No. Who's Abby? A friend. A, friend. a police not friend. Not Abby. Not Abby. Current Abbey. Not current Abbey. 
Not our cat, Abby. No. She gets caught up in a violent brawl with late-night revellers out on the street. So Abby gets hit on the head with a bottle, then she's stamped on. This apparently mirrored a real-life incident in Rochdale where another police officer was attacked trying to break up something. So, yeah, this this is a big issue story. And Ofcom received complaints even before it aired as well. People thought, this is, this is too, too My dark, too rough. My favourite thing is to complain about things that haven't happened yet. Too gritty for Coronation Street. I don't like this. Yeah. So I don't think it was a, like a late night episode or anything. I don't know. Anyway, they get stomped on a bit and the attackers aren't charged because Mel t- took the law into her own hands by wading in there and saying, what's going on all here then? I don't think that's how it works. And, and in the end, the main attacker got a taste of her own medicine because Teresa went out and found her in a club one night and whacked her over the head with the back of a stiletto in the toilet. In the head. Yes, in the back of the head, I said that. Yeah, not in the, in the toilet. Yeah, so Teresa's rough edge um, came good because she was able to dish out so some So what's the justice. moral of this, this issues-based storyline, then? Get your mum to beat people up for you. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, I don't think my mum could do that, but she could definitely be mean to you on, on Twitter. <laughs> so, Jerry... Dad, remember he's not very well all this time and he's been made worse by Teresa who's who, who's uh, tampering with yeah. his medicine. He collapses in oh. September as well, hits his head on the coffee table. Oh. When he goes to hospital, Teresa says, you know what, I've been kind of poisoning you. Sorry about that, but it's been all right with me waiting on your hand and foot, hasn't it? Mel, her daughter, her own daughter, her we own just learned, child. arrests her for attempted murder. But Jerry refuses to rat on Teresa, so she's let off. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Jerry says, you know too what? much this drama too, for me, good. everybody. Let's go to Spain for a fresh start. You know, like Grace on Coronation Street. Well, so far, and we're only on Tuesday at the moment. I don't know how far face? she's going to get. What's his face? Andy, Andy McDonald. Spain is the place to go. Um, yeah, they, they, they bog off to Spain. Mel oh, and Daryl. They do go. They, they do go. Mel and Daryl don't want to go, so he just takes Finley and Kaylee with them. Right, so, so it's the two youngest children. The two youngest children go with Jerry to Spain. Wilf, we don't know what's happened to him. Jodie's living in London somewhere, so we are just left with Mel and Daryl, the twins, okay. on the street by the end Mel of 2008. Right. So, oh, so, no, not even... so Finley's father is never revealed then? I don't know. Have a look on Corypedia for that as well, but I'm pretty sure that Jerry can't be Finley's father and it's definitely not Lloyd either. No. October, Daryl finds Teresa drunk one day. So he brings her back to number six and says, right, mum's staying with us. Mel's like, can't be, uh, no thank you, mister. I'm off. So then she's out of the programme as well. So now we are just left with Daryl Johnny Dixon and Teresa, I can't remember the actress's name. November, Dev buys the kebab shop off of Jerry um, and at that time, Jerry has also rented number six out to the Windasses. Well, there you go. There's another family. There's there's another number it's six curse family. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, Teresa doesn't want to go, so she chains herself to a Ooh, cupboard. I found something else. And refuses to leave. So Gary just rips the cupboard door off and then she has to leave. And then she's out of the street what? by the end of 2008. She does come back. Well, so she's like, well, I can't stay here because there's no doors on the cupboards. Yes. Right, what have you found? Finley's father. Right, Finley's father is a man named... <laughs> Does he a, have a chap name a too? Up. No, it sounds made up. His name is Gary Denmark. <laughs> 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 Somebody was looking at that list. Was and he was conceived after a brief affair. Okay. And I don't think Gary Denmark has ever been in it. And I, obviously, I honestly think that Theresa might have made that name up. Quite possibly, quite possibly. Gary Denmark. 2009, <laughs> April. Theresa shows back up again. She moves in with Daryl in the corner shop flat, you know, where Daniel's living at the moment. And she gets her old job back at the takeaway. This is when she starts going out with Lloyd because he's che- he's cheats on... He's going out with Liz and he ends up cheating on Liz for Theresa. I think that's a bit of a okay. come down. Oh, that's me. Daryl is caught in bed with Amber by Dev later on in the year. <laughs> Amber, uh, Amber is Dev's... Daughter. Also, not for, not ever talked about anymore. No, throws cool. Daryl out. No, she well, she was cool well, she, at one yeah, point, and then she came back and was yeah. horrible. Dev says, "Right, if I give you some money, can you go and live with your dad in Spain, please? Because <laughs> you're hanging around my daughter anymore." He's like, "I'll take the money." Actually, no, you can have the money back. I'm not. Why? I love Amber too much, or something. Oh, okay. Um, Amber How finds sweet. out via Teresa about her dad's offer to um, Daryl and says, "Dad, I hate you. I'm going to go and live in London." Oh. Daryl says, well, nothing keeping me around here then. 
I'm going to go off to Spain and away he goes. Does he get the money? In October, I don't remember. Oh, I don't know. He could have got a refund for yeah. that. Um, and also Teresa is thrown out of the flat by Deb and moves in with Lloyd. So as we enter the new decade, Teresa, who's not actually a Morton, is the only Morton left on the street. She gets a job as the underworld cleaner. I, feel, then... I find it uncomfortable to suggest a woman who's birthed no less than five, no, four Mortons cannot be even called an honorary Morton. No, she's birthed five Mortons. Finley's not a Morton, he's a Brian. Okay, she's birthed five children, hasn't she? Yes, she is a, she's an honorary Morton. Yeah, she is an honorary Morton. Just because Jerry Morton. didn't marry her, maybe if he had, she wouldn't be so mad all the time. Right. Maybe she just wanted a, a beautiful ceremony and, and his pledge of undying love. So Teresa's going out know. with Lloyd at the beginning of the year. And I didn't like this because I was a big fan of Lloyd and I was like, Teresa, and she's not much of a great character, to be honest. But luckily, he starts sniffing around Cheryl. I've banned sniffing around, haven't I? Yes. Um, and... So, so there's this girl called Cheryl. Remember her, everybody? She Cheryl. Went out with Cheryl. She went out with somebody with a brain tumour. Uh, anyway, before no, that, she was going out with Lloyd. Teresa's like, okay, you're obviously more interested in Cheryl than you are me. I'm going. Cheryl. Cheryl, I'm going to dump you before you get a chance to dump me. And then she was gone. To be fair, she didn't really have much of a chance and against that was, Cheryl. And that was the last that anybody ever mentioned or even thought about the Mortons ever again in Coronation Street. And I think if anyone ever cast their mind back to 2007 and eight, it's just like, it's their blind spot in their brains. And like, I think some people showed up. Somebody run this kebab shop. Somebody lived here, but we don't really know who it was or why. It's like, or who, how did they really build the pyramids? And what it's was the purpose of Stonehenge? Somebody put a kebab shop at the corner of Victoria we Street. We will never know really where this was. where this kebab shop came from. We can only enjoy the bounties. Maybe it, it's it always provides. been a kebab shop. Could so this mass Morton Bo- axing Bo- was Bo- made by producer shop. Kim Crowther when when she swept into the show. And she's like, I'm producer. What a load I of rubbish this family are. About Kim Crowther. She 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 axed the Mortons. Is all we need to know here. So April two thousand and eight. This mass mass manslaughtering of Mortons was um, manifesto. <laughs> and then originally it included Daryl too, but he got a bit of a reprieve Maybe because Jack of his P. links. Maybe Shepherd said, please don't forsake He's my, my friend. friend. Please, we can be, oh, he'll be really good, I promise I will train him to be a good actor like me. Actually, actually, oh, he's a really Johnny good actor. He's great. Um, yeah, so, so they, they, they keep them on for a bit. Also at the time, Kim Crowther, she must have known what she was talking about because she also acted Harry and Dan Mason. Remember them? Oh, yes, exactly. The bookies. Um, And also Vernon, who we do remember. She she dropped him as well. I didn't mind Vernon. So I think she was actually quite astute with who she she dropped. Gemma, I'll let you talk for a little bit. Can you tell our dear viewers, listeners, what did the Morton clan of actors go on to do since? Right, so Michael Stark, who played Jerry. Jerry has since toured in a number of a number of stage musicals and he's done a bit of TV and he was, you've written he is, but he probably was probably a regular Carabay, Carabay, <laughs> cabaret performer on P&O Britannia. That's quite cool. I would love a bit of to singing. go on a cruise. On oh, cruise can we go on a cruise? Maybe one day again. Uh-huh. Karen Henthorne, who played Teresa, yes. um, was, um, she was in Trolleyed. Sky One. Sky One. Never watched she it. She was in the 2013 National Theatre production of War Horse. That, that's quite good. Which is um, sounds a absolutely horrendous idea what? for what? A, for a, what a, watching a, a whole hour and a half or whatever about a horse that dies. I presume at the end and everyone cries. I don't know. I've not it read it. Bloody horrible. But it looks very. Um... I'm sure it's very poignant. Yes. I hate that. Anything that's poignant, just get it away from me. Right, Samantha Seeger, Jodie Morton. You've probably forgotten who she is already, and we're only talking about her half an hour, but we don't hold any grudges about this because we're going to instantly forget about all of these characters well, as soon they as we finish recording. Who, who do they... What, do you, what would it matter anyway? Who, what significance do we hold in pop culture? When, Samantha one Seeger, day you're going to be on a Corrie quiz team, listeners, and you're going to be asked about the Mortons. That's going listen, to be a Morton round. She went to, on to be in Little Britain and Waterloo Road, and she's done some theatre work. And you've also written, she's had kids with a barrister. Yes, yes. So she, that's on her CV, I suppose, is it, she, I think she was in one episode of Little Britain. And a bit of Waterloo Road, but yeah, she's... You're not allowed she's, to watch Little Britain anymore. She's off with a barrister now, so she's probably rolling in it. <laughs> I imagine. 
Johnny Dixon, who was in Daryl, was a regular on Boy Meets Girl. I don't know what that is. He took part in Show in a Week, which recreates and puts on musicals within three days. Which yeah, sounds, sounds like a fa- sounds like a, sounds like a misnomer. I think it, I think it's a university thing. So there's a bunch. How can of people it be in that, a week if it takes three days? It's get snappier to call it that. They get together, and at the beginning of three days, they haven't got anything. By the end of three days, they've written the words. Oh, the songs, they actually acted, make a musical. On, they make a musical in three days. Oh, see, this is the sad thing about current. If you're listening to this in the future, we we really hope that this is over. But obviously, we're going into a pandemic at the moment. And there's no live theatre anywhere, no. so... That sounds like a thing that, you know, proper actors want to get involved in, isn't it? You, yeah. Like, oh, let's challenge ourselves. Ooh, it yeah. sounds quite fun. If you're really into it and you like, you like a you challenge... Would you like to put on a podcast in three days with no... I think I could manage. What, with songs? Yes. Um, well, I can't <laughs> perform them. He's got his own independent theatre company and he was in Thick as Thieves, as we mentioned previously. He was brilliant in that. He was hilarious comic relief. Emma Edmondson, I think, is Mel. I don't remember. She's had small ro- roles <laughs> yes, in, including Shameless, Mount Pleasant. Yes, Mount Pleasant. And Doctors. Yes. And Jessica Barden, who we mentioned before, that's Kaylee. She's done lots of things. She's done absolutely tons. If you go onto Jessica Barden's IMDb page, it's like... Her agent's been very stuff. busy. Lots of, lots of shorts and like single episodes of things. But like you said, she was in the... Uh, End of the effing world, playing a character called Alyssa, the main main girl. I don't actually think we ever finished watching End of the effing world. I didn't watch any of it, but was we it, really was enjoyed it. it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and Rodney Litchfield, who's Wilf, um, had sporadic TV roles after Corey. He was in The Last British Execution, not the real thing, TV show or film. Film. Two thousand and thirteen, and he died earlier this year. And Ramon Quinn, who's Finley, don't know. Could be anywhere. No, could I be, he dropped off the map. Could be behind you right now. He so hasn't been in any TV things. Watch I out. I know that for sure. Watch out for Ramon Quinn. He's like, went to Corrie and was like, oh, I don't want to be an actor. Acting's rubbish. Everybody People, seems to hate us. Everyone's just mean to you all the time and you don't say, really Why get paid are you very here? well. <laughs> and so ends... And your dad is, what is Morton it? The Saga. Robert California. What Gary Denmark. Gary Denmark. <laughs> So, listeners, did we jog your memories there? Did what any of that remember? make you go, oh, yeah, do you remember anything else? Are, you, are you an ex-Morton family member? Do you, do you think you have um, a case against us in court? Why don't you get in touch? Would you like know? them to bring back any of the Mortons? If so, which one? And, and also, why? what the heck's wrong with you? Yeah, why do you why? want to bring back the Mortons? They're have rubbish. You, have you seen a doctor? Can you think I... of a family that was any worse for Coronation Street no, than the Mortons? don't be And so we're competing mean. with the likes what of... What's wrong with you? Um, You're mean. It, it was some of the bad families. The Claytons, um, oh, the, the, Claytons. the Hopkins family. The Hopkins family was the worst. Yeah, um, the Flemings. The Flemings, they can die in a fire. They were Fleming useless. Right, Daryl, I would have Daryl and Kaylee back. I, why would you have Kaylee back? Because the actress is good, and I think she could um, be really quite fun. The character she plays in End of the Effing World definitely would fit in with Coronation Street. Okay, I would. I would honestly, probably, happily have Daryl back. He's because he's got yeah. that link to David. Yeah. He, I can feels imagine like him he turning could, up he could and going, fit in again. Oh, Dave, I need somewhere to sleep for the night and just like helping himself to the, the sofa and then not leaving. He's like, I've had a really bad trip. I don't remember anything from, you know, 2008. Do you mean drug trip? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, the last 12 years have been blanked out of my mind. Can I, I think I live here. Can I be, can I be living just, can I live in um, Yasmin's shed? Has she still got you one? You cannot live in the garden, Daryl, because there is a hole there. She'd probably, he'd probably stumble into the back garden number six and try Fall and live in the, the chicken coop. He'd just live in the hole. He'd winch that's him up not, and down. That's not even his house. I know, but there's a, there's a there's a lot more space in the garden now that it go. It's not just horizontal, Michael. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He'd also he'd also go to his old house and said, "Who put this orangery there?" I've gone up in the world. I since think Yasmin would actually if she if she got out of jail, out of prison, and Jeff is dispatched somehow. I can imagine her taking um, Daryl under her wing. I think that'd be quite some quite funny sweet scenes if if you had Daryl and yeah. and uh, Yasmin together. But I think Ali would probably ruin everything. By sticking a beacon. Yeah, he, he would he would fit back in the same way that Graham would come back. And I'm sure yeah. that both he and Graham could share the same script and then two actors oh, could fight over it and yeah. see who wants to be in the show I and read the lines. I don't know that there's that much of a difference between the two characters, well, personalities anyway. 
Yeah. And everyone else. And everyone else can really just go and take sure a running about... jump into the uh, Weatherfield Canal. I think Mel fit really well into Weatherfield's mould of boring police, boring police women. <laughs> yeah. And Jodie is just like, sorry, no idea. Even the, I mean, Jerry, Jerry on paper, I could see working. He's a he's a fun, cheeky, scousy, bit of a layabout. He's not um, a layabout. He's supposed to be hard working tax, tax dodger. I, I, uh, but he just didn't. And it's another example of you can't just stick somebody in who's been well loved in another program, <coughs> Michelle Collins, and hope <laughs> that it's going to work on Coronation Street because you've got to you got to have the ideas to back it up. And it seems like they just threw all these Mortons in at the beginning of 2007, 2008 and thought, we'll, we'll think of some stories for them later. I can't really work later. out what the major storyline of the, of the Morton family was. Exactly, there wasn't one. No. There wasn't a major they, story for they the Mortons. They just bumbled around for a bit. And they couldn't even commit to what food they were selling from the takeaway. Yeah. In the title of the, the shop. And, and, and then Mel had that issues episode, which was dark and gritty and harrowing. And... and, and then somebody got hit over the head with a shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what a way to end it. It's like an Austin Powers film. Sorry, Mortons, if there's any of you listening here going, oh, nobody's, everyone's forgotten about us and here's a podcast that's talking all about us. I'm going to listen in to relive my brilliant memories of working on Coronation Street. Sorry, we've... uh, Well, I think Coronation Street failed you, Mortons. I think you should start your own show. They did. I hope that Coronation Street has learned a lesson from this family. Have they? How? Don't bring in a huge, massive family all at once and hope that we're going to like them all. Drip them in. Even even the Nazirs were dripped in a bit, weren't they? Because Sharif yeah. and uh, Cal, uh, Cal came in for a bit and then there was Alia and Yasmin and then and then uh, Zidane came in. Yeah. At least at least with at least with the Nazirs, kind of the curse of number six is broken. Yeah, I think the right. Nazirs are. Oh. Oh, oh, good. I think, well, I still love Yasmin. That's it, that's it. That's it. Um, you are now welcome to go and forget everything that I have told you. You won't about need this Mortons. information for anything. This, You're right, this isn't going to link to anything that ever <laughs> happens again in Coronation Street. There's not going to be any stories no one... coming up, spoiler alert, that says, remember Jodie Morton when she said such and such. Yeah, no. or like, remember how this character from the 90s built this house and now it's got a sinkhole in the garden. It's not going to be like, do you remember that kebab I got sold in 2009? Well, I think it's come back to get revenge. <laughs> not going to happen. Just forget it. Yeah, but as I, you, you might one day be on a Coronation Street quiz team. That <laughs> and might in the, be in it. the really, really hard and obscure question rounds, it might Out ask you. Um, Name three Mortons. Yeah. Don't say Teresa or Finley. <laughs> That's our only advice. That's it. That's it. Was Will for Morton? So he was Jerry's dad? I'm going to say yes. He was. I want the mum. I think he was. Let's move on. Let's, let's move on to saying goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we talked about the Mortons for? Pretty good. 50 minutes. 50 minutes. minutes. That's not bad. That's not bad, is it? <sighs> um, that's, this is why we put them all together in one episode, because now we never have to talk about them again, and also it'll be about five minutes so long. Cool. Right, no, okay. We're done. Mortons. Done. Write in and yeah. tell us your Morton memories. Yeah. Um, and thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thanks for making it this far. Um... That's yeah. it. Bye. Do you have to do the... The music for this episode came from podcast, podcast <laughs> themes.com. <laughs>